Blog Talk Radio. This is that feeling that you get right before you pull into the water box, or right after you do your burnout, check them straps, roll your neck a little bit, take a couple deep breaths, you bumping it in, and you let go. When it's the top of the bottom and you know you crushed it, you get the 500 foot out and you start beating the pedal out of this thing. You get to the finish line, you lock them, drop them, whatever you do, this is that feeling right here. Um, so we have a little bit more 
to talk about with that. Um, the uh, Larry Dixon issue that came to light a couple hours ago. Some people are already calling it a witch hunt. Some people are going, well, we're going to wait and see. But we will talk about that. Um, again, the Lucas Oil divisional stuff is pretty much locked in. Um, the national event stuff, uh, the points are tight. The battles are intense. And um, this weekend shakes it all out. Who's going to do what? And who's going to be hoisting the, the big trophies and the big checks? But Wheels Up Radio Weekend Wrap-Up Show live presented by Silphys Automotive and Race Engines. And would everybody please be so kind as to welcome Kelly Barbado. Ooh, I invoke thunder and lightning. I'm I'm you that dangerous. Suck. That's scary. Yeah, I do suck. <laughs> Racing season's going into like it's one month down at this point for me. <laughs> being November yep. 6th and the Dutch being so early. And then the Dutch is even going to be earlier next year, so... I better find some other car to drive in October. <laughs> I think it's time for you guys to buy some go-karts. Well, we do go to the go-kart race every year. Uh, the Rob a go-kart race, so at least we have that. I did have a go-kart growing true. up. Um, it was it was fun. I, I enjoyed that go-kart, and then I got too big for it, and... Got too old for it, and then eventually bought a dirt bike, and then just sold that just a couple, like a year ago, to buy my golf cart, which is kind of funny and backwards and sad at all at the same time. But I love my golf cart, so I don't care. <laughs> and it is a very nice golf cart. Thank I you. didn't get the chance to steal it. I haven't gotten a chance to steal it yet, but there is, there is always yeah. next season. So. Now, I, uh, unfortunately, well, unfortunately for you who was going to borrow it, but fortunately for me, my mom surprised me that weekend, and she's the boss, and when the boss is up to the oh, racetrack, right. you sure as crap better have a golf cart waiting for her. That's right. I her, couldn't fight your mother you. on that one. Yeah, she's tiny, but she's powerful. Yeah, she's, uh... I was going to say, she looked, she looked pretty scrappy. Oh, she is. Yeah, she was a basketball player in high school. So as as short as she is, at that five two, <laughs> five three. She she can. She I can might have been able to take her. her on the one. I might have been able to take her on the one two punch, but she could outrun me no problem. Yeah, no, she's she's been uh, working out too. We've been we've been on the treadmill together. So yeah, I, I'd be afraid. But <laughs> no, she she's the CEO of Barbado Racing. So you gotta. We'd be in open trailers and old pickup trucks if it wasn't for her. So, <laughs> we can't. Yeah, old cha- old chaparral trailers and uh, bumps <laughs> in the on the back of uh, the dually pickup truck with a with a quad cab. Okay, funny you say that. So I I will tell a quick story. Uh-oh. So when we were Uh-oh. so back in the day, we did have you know like, it was the open trailers and the trucks and stuff for the longest time, and then eventually my parents bought like an old Gold Rush. I mean like an like an E2 Gold Rush. It was short. My dad couldn't even like stand up in it. I mean my dad's six foot tall, but like I mean I could stand up in it because I was probably like five at the time. So yeah, had this little Gold Rush trailer, and it fit the Vega perfectly fine, and it was fine. So we obviously could not fit a 90-gram pre in it, so my dad gets rid of it. 
and we go searching for another trailer. So in the process, my dad, you know, my mom and dad, you know, grow, you know, raising two children, Catholic school, you know, things to do, all that fun stuff. Like always totally spoiled, I will admit. So still spoiled to this day. So they're trying to find a way to maybe like, you know, save some money. You know, they're building a new car. Larry King's hooking us up. Beautiful car. You know, anybody has seen Jim Laro, he has a car now. I have my way. I'm getting that car back one day. But anyway, figure my my dad decides I'm going to find a trailer and we're going to redo it. So he finds a, like, 1977 Chaparral. And, dude, I should take take pictures of the pictures, like, scan them in or something. Because how this thing looked when my parents brought it home. And I will never forget the smell. And at that point, I realized if my parents were ever going to get a divorce, it was going to be right then. But they made it through that day. And the, and the and actually, as funny, and anybody that's seen in the chaparral, I mean, exactly what you're thinking. It was, you know, but it was rusted out. So they basically put it back together. And in the end, I mean, I'm not sure if they actually made money on the deal. It was a long time and a lot of sanding and painting and all that stuff. It was gorgeous when we sold it. And it had to be sold because the trailer was 96 inches wide. The Grand Prix, I'm going to go with, like, 97 inches wide. (laughs) And we can load our entire trailer, and I'm talking golf carts, scooters, two race cars, everything, in the time it used to take us to load that one Grand Prix in that little tiny chaparral trailer. (laughs) And, And now, however many years later after you sold it, little did you know, people will pay absolutely mind-numbing amounts of money for those things. Okay, I didn't know that, and I'm not going to tell my dad. <laughs> but I mean, Yeah, I don't want to be responsible for your dad having the big one uh, because I, told, I said that. Yeah. I'm ho- yeah, I'll have to tell him that he'll laugh, though, because, you know, it, I, I, again, I have no idea how much he sold it for. I have no idea if he made any money on it, but it was it did look really good, and I am hoping if that is the case, I'm hoping it's still out there, you know, around somewhere because it was really nice. It did turn out really nice, and it could fit the Grand Prix and the first junior dragster we ever owned because that junior dragster was short. <laughs> oh yeah, and we had an '85 dually towing everything, so we definitely did the dually. There you go. Now, did you have the, the sleeper dually. on the on the bed? Oh no, we weren't that privileged. <laughs> We had, it was, oh yeah, no, we were, my dad talked about it, but we never got one. So, yeah, it was me and my brother in the back seat, and like he would sit on the floor. This is way before, like, if you didn't have your kids in seatbelts, you were going to jail. I mean, these days, it's pretty ridiculous. Like, we'd be in the back, like, sleeping or like on the floor. Like, I was too big to sit on the floor, as my, bro- my poor little brother had to sit on the floor. But we did, this is the only privileged thing we did have. We had a 12-volt TV that would plug in a little built-in VCR, and we could watch TV and movies on the way to the racetrack. And then at one point, I think I set uh, up you were styling. Sega in there. Oh, I was styling at that point. But it is funny. Like, I do sit in my motorhome now, and I am privileged. I admit it. I love that motorhome. I did pay my dues. Now, I didn't pay my dues as much as my dad. Like, he legit had, you know, no roof trailers, open trailers for the first, like, 
15, you know, 15 years of drag racing. I never had that. Well, I guess I did for a little bit with the silver car, but I still had, I still had the old, uh, the, uh, motorhome, but I will, I will quote somebody about, you know, motorhomes and everything. It's like, you know, why do you have them? Isn't that a little expensive? Aren't you spending a little too much money? It's like, we, I have it because I can. And I think anybody that could have one has one. And it's awesome. I don't even get to sleep in it, and I'm glad you have it. Yeah. It's nice for the air conditioning and the um, refrigerator that you uh, raid, which is totally fine. Yeah, because I can just I, – I have – I have permission from uh, the CEO of Barbado Racing to enter said premises anytime I mm-hmm. want to. Yep. So. Yeah, the air is always yeah. on. The fire is always roaring. And the Kardashian <laughs> Marathon, if it's on, is on. It's always on satellite. Yeah, always on the satellite. The Kardashians are always on. When the Kardashians on, I had my poor dad. He was such a good sport. I had the Kardashians on on most of every race in September. He's like, just shakes his head. He's like, oh, is the Kardashians on on? <laughs> I was like, no doubt. <laughs> All right. So like I, I said, it. not only do we have uh, ancient trailer conversation going on. Yeah. Which is all right, because it's a chaparral. Chaparrals are cool. Yeah, I know your dad's not listening, so people pay stupid money for those things. I'm yeah. going to look this up, and I'm going to send you some pictures. I'm going to send you a before and after picture. Maybe I'll even post it. for Like, next time at my parents' house, I'll like, post a picture, if I remember, of what all it right. looks like when I thought my parents were going <laughs> to, I thought my mom was going to kill my dad, and what it looks like at the end with the race car in it. <laughs> So, as everybody likes, everybody knows, we like to have a little fun on our little show here. So, tonight, I have four GetX dial-in markers to give away. And, with that being said, for those that win, and I am on Facebook Live right now, I am going to send you a randomly colored hashtag Dammit Petro sticker. Now, for those four people that win... You have to put that sticker on your car and keep it on in all of 2018 and take a picture of it on your car and send it to me. So, with that being said, I have all five names of the people that entered in the Lucas Oil hat graciously given to me by Lucas Oil Corporation from Cards for Kids, the official hat of Wheels Up Radio. Official, you know, everybody's going to have official everything. So, with that being said, I have the hat. Let me actually, let me tilt my screen back a little bit. There we go. I have the hat over my head, so it looks like an Inspector Gadget hat because there's the fan. I'm going to reach in. I am looking at my desk, shuffling them around, and I'm going to grab the first winner. Is Ah, oh, friend of our show, Brittany Bolts, right here. Brittany, Brittany, Brittany wins a GetX style and marker. And let's see, what do you think, Kelly? Yellow, neon green, bright orange, black. I think it's got to be obnoxious. It's got to be, I'm thinking neon green. What do you think? 
Well, she's got the car. She's got, like, some colors on her car. Um, I was actually leaning toward the orange, but I'm not. The orange? All right, we'll do orange. We'll send her an orange. Yeah, unless she. So, Brittany. So, Brittany, here is your hashtag damn it Petro sticker that you have to put on your car now that you have won. So, here's your get it. Left is right, and right is left on my computer screen when it comes to the camera. So, there's that. So, we've got one down, three to go. I'll set that on the floor. And what we shall do now is, let's take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to uh, hit on our first set of results. And then I think we're going to talk a little uh, controversy. We love controversy. Controversy rocks. Did you ever see National Treasure 2? No. That no, sounds like right, a thinking movie, and I don't watch thinking movies. That's All right. Are you looking for reliable auto repair, a place that genuinely is invested in your auto care experience? Southern New Hampshire Undercar has you covered, from basic auto repair and maintenance to custom exhaust work. Owner Dan Christopher has been in the auto business for over 20 years. You can look them up online at southernnewhampshireundercard.com or give them a call at on there, and I gave her orange. She has orange. So, with that being said, uh, this past weekend, the Lookstone Drag Racing Series was present and accounted for at the Strip in Las Vegas. And Ms. Barbado has all the results. Would you please yes, I go ahead? Okay. So let's go over here. So actually, um, I'm going to start with earlier in the weekend. Um, on Thursday, they had to finish up a, race, a um, Division 7 event from Rocky Mountain Raceway. They finished it up at Vegas. So we will post those real quick. So we'll talk about them. So Supergas, Michael Dalrymple over uh, Casey Plazier, who we're going to have on in a little bit. Um, top sportsman Brian Moore over John Tegan, and Super Gas. I'm sorry, Super Street. Chris Borges over Josh Dalrymple. So the Dalrymple family kicking butt on Thursday. So we're gonna find out if that carried over the rest of the weekend. So go just back one day to yesterday. Um, starting with top alcohol dragster Sean Cowie over Joey Severance. Top alcohol funny car, John Lombardo Jr. over Brian Howe. <clears throat> Comp eliminator, David Rampey over Frank Aragona. Um, 
Super Stocks, Jimmy DeFrank, friend of the show. Actually, we had a couple of friends of the show doing well this weekend. Over Jason DeForest. Um, Stock Eliminator, Ryan Magnus over Mike McMahon. Um, Super Comp, Ryan Magnus again with the double up in Stock and Super Comp. He defeated Gary um, Wombolt in the final. Super Gas, Casey Plazer again. Um, this time he wins both finals this past weekend, so he was on a roll. Uh, he took the win over Bradley Johnson. Uh, Super Street Todd Sims over Trey Vetter. Top Dragster John Richardson over Kyle Seipel. Top Sportsman Daryl Hemley over Joe uh, Rubicek. And Sportsman Motorcycle Rick Newport over Denny Alves. And your number one qualifiers, Sean Cowie in um, Top Alcohol Dragster. Top Alcohol Funny Card, Doug Gordon, uh, Complimenter, Ray Skillman. Uh, Ray Skillman also in Superstock. And in Stock Eliminator, BJ Graham. And that is that. And uh, if we have time, or if Chris wants me to do it now, we can discuss all the division champions are now present and accounted for. So we're just uh, finishing up some super some uh, national points. I know super gas is down to the wire. Um, we can also check the national points too and see what uh, what classes to really pay attention to, which could make some changes this weekend. Yeah, why don't you uh, go ahead and let's hit on the champions for 2017 okay. and the NHRA Lucas Oil Drag Racing Series. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So um, let's start with Division One Complimator Frank Aragona Jr. in Super Stock Kent Hanley in Stock Eliminator Joe Santangelo the second Super Comp Mike Robolato Super Guest Jason Kenny. Super Street, Jason Lawrence, who had a pretty busy day yesterday. He finds out he was crowned um, the champion and ends up, oh, interesting. It's actually looking into something. Um, he, finds that he finds out he is officially the Division I um, champion, and he has a baby all on the same day. So congratulations to Jason. Um, top driver. I'm Nick, curious hmm? to find out if that put his if that's what put his wife into labor. We're, I'm gonna have to contact really? Jason. You there are talk? people that want to get excited, you know, can get excited, and that's a possibility. Um, top dragster, Nick Willard. I know my friends always wanted to go for car rides when it was time. They were like, I want to go for a car ride and get over. Down the so bumpiest road in the, in the whole town, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what they always wanted to do. I'm just like, hey, my cat. <laughs> my cat's chill. Sometimes he keeps and that's uh but that's all. I can leave him home. <laughs> Top sportsman for division one, Jeff Brooks. And your snowmobile champion is Frank Berard Junior. So moving on to Division Dose. I hope this is a little quicker. All right, comp eliminator David Rampy. Um, super stock, super stock David Rampy as well. So 
Dave Ramsey with a double up in Division Two. I think he may still have a chance at the world if he hasn't won it yet. We'll, we'll look at that stuff a little bit. Um, Stocklemere Kevin Helms. Um, Super Comp. John LaBouche Jr. You know, he still has a chance. I think he is still leading points in Super Gas in, um, overall in the world. Um, in Super Gas for Division Two, Raymond Miller the third is your division champion with only six races. That's impressive. Super Street, Matt Weston. I like figured that little points thing out so I can officially crown him the champion because I uh, figured all that out. But, yeah, Matt Weston, who we had on the show last night, is your champion. Um, and top dragster, Jeff Strickland, former world champion from last year, is your top dragster champion. And top sportsman went to Sandy Wilkins. And it's pretty amazing. Jeff Barker finished second, but they actually in the world, they finished reverse. Jeff was the world champion and Sandy was second. So really tough battles in D2 and the points are ridiculous. And I actually was talking to Michelle, um, Sandy's fiance about a week ago. And I was just like, I can't believe it. Like he won like everything and that still wasn't good enough. And that's amazing. I mean, that just, shows the kind of year that Jeff Barker was on. And, you know, kudos to both of them. Um, Comp Eliminator, Troy Galbraith. Now we're in the Division Three, So Troy Galbraith in Comp. In Superstock, Aaron Allison. In Stock Eliminator, T.C. Morris. Aaron Allison finished second in Stock, so that's impressive. First in one and second in the other. Um, Phil Smita, um Smita, oh my God, I'm totally confused by how to say his name. I feel terrible. Smita. <laughs> Smita. See, I feel, Smita. yeah. I think the thing is, is that some people call him Smita at the track, and it confuses me. It's just like Don. I like I said last week. Don was Don Knobloch. I'm like, where are you getting Knobloch? There's no O at the end of that thing, but I don't know. Anyway. Um. All right. Yeah. So super confident. Smita. The eye is a long eye. Um, super guest, Devin Eisenhower. Super Street, Phil again, who we talked about, um, who we talked to last weekend. Doubling up in, in Super Comp and Super Street this year. Top Dragster, which is the most ridiculous class, is uh, is here. Um, John Strasweg is uh, your, number right. Well, it's ridiculous. You need to stay home and like study. Some, the bump is like six ten, but um, yeah, John Strasley is your champion. Lynn Ellison, who are you? Were you yelling at your son, or are you talking about me doing homework? No, actually, I was talking to Taylor Iacotta. I forgot I clicked myself into uh, talk mode, so I apologize. Oh, I am sorry. Yeah, so she needs to do homework, too. Her and Amanda are both in college. They need to be doing homework. All right, I will tell her that right now. I will be right back. I am supposed to be the, you know, voice of reason. I am supposed to be everybody's role model. Bad role model, but I try. Um, Top sportsman Alex Bozak is your Division Three champion. Moving on to Division Four, complimentary Keith Hall. Superstock, Aaron Stanfield. Yes, that's Stanfield. Um, I believe Aaron is the son of Greg. Uh, Stockholmer, Brett Candy. Super Comp, Austin Williams. 
Super Guest, Jackson Collier, Super Street, Val Harmon, Top Dragster, Ross Laris, Top Sportsman, Bob Galiti, and Sportsman Motorcycle, Michael Nash. We are just firing through these. We're, all, we're already more than halfway done. Now we're going to move on to Division 5. That would be, oh, my God, that's funny. Oh. So, compliment with that. Hold, huh? hold that thought for just one second. got to do two okay. things. First, I'm going to tell okay. you, after I do this, I'm going to step off and make a phone call. And But okay. first off, as everybody should know, if you don't, then shame on you. I have four GetX styling markers. I already gave one away. Our good friend Brittany Bolts won one. Now, the deal was, and I just made this up because I got these in the mail today. If you win, you have you get a obnoxiously colored hashtag damn it Petro sticker that will be going along with your prize, the GetX Dylan marker. You have to put it on your car, keep it on your car in all 2018 racing season, take a picture of your car, and send it to me. So I have four more names in the official hat of Wheels Up Radio right here. I am going to, again, put it on my on top of my head so I look like Inspector Gadget with a hat and a fan blowing around up here. I'm going to reach in. I'm going to shuffle them around. I'm going to pull out a name. And, jeez, winner number two is Rob Hyatt. So, Rob, <laughs> you get a bottle of GetX Dialing Marker. You get a bright yellow hashtag damn it Petro sticker that has to be on one of your, like, 17 race cars that you now have. So, Kelly, continue on, and okay. I'm going to make a phone call to our first guest, and I will be back. Uno momento, por favor. Okay. All right. So, Division 5, starting with comp, William Hatcher the third, which at first glance looks like William Hartifer, and I got excited. I was like, oh, wow, he is still from <laughs> Brandover Division 5 from Run Comp. Okay. Um, Superstock Jason DeForest. Tackle Mayor Ryan Montfort, Super Comp, Super Gas. It's kind of funny because I think he's following this thing. Tim Nicholson, Super Street, Chris Vang, Top Dragster, Les Beast, Top Sportsman, Dusty Meyer, and Sportsman Motorcycle, John Fitzpatrick. Uh, moving on to Division 6, which would be the last division if this was like 20, 30 years ago when I believe there wasn't a Division 7. <laughs> that's that's how that's a that's a healthy tidbit, right? Fun fact, a cute fun fact, huh? All right, Comp Eliminator Division 6, Jeff Lane, Super Stock, Jody Lang. Oh, this is like an alliteration here. Um, stock, Jody Lang again. Kicking butt. Wow. I'm sure it's not the first time that's happened. Supercom Justin Cooper. 
Super Gas, Chris Cannon, Super Street, Todd Sims. Hello, this is Lynn Ellison. <clears throat> Hi, Lynn. This is Kelly Barbado from Wheels Up Radio. Oh, what did Chris do? Okay, well, I think Chris finally took him off to the other side, so I'm going to assume I'm still in the air. So, um, top dragster, Paul Nero. Top sportsman. Um, as I'm trying to click, I lost my mojo. Mike Lucas and sportsman, motorcycle, Don DePeel. And we have one last division to discuss. And if Chris does not come on, okay. Uh, Complimentary Tony Mandela. This is Division 7, final standings for your division champions. Superstock Justin Lamb, who um, was on last week discussing um, his possible double up nationally. Documentary Larry Gilly. Super Comp. Thomas Bayer. I remember he needs to come to the Keystone. Super Gas, Steve Williams. Super Street, Trey Vetter. Top dragster, Steve Kastner. Top sportsman is... Hello. Kelly. Yes. Kelly, uh, I need to interrupt you for just a moment. Well, at least for 10 or 15 moments. Uh, We have our first guest on the line. Would you please welcome your 2017... Uh, top dragster national champion, Lynn Ellison. Hi, Hi guys. Hey there, Kelly. How are you? Oh, I'm not bad. Not as good as you. Congratulations. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It uh, still hasn't really sunk in yet, but I'm not worrying about how I'm going to lose this thing, at least today. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> now, where are you at right now? Have you gone west? Have you been west? Have you... Um... Are you planning to head west? No, we. Uh, I'm, I'm actually at my home in Kentucky, in the middle of nowhere, um, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, we did our schedule and we stuck to our schedule and our game plan, and uh, we put our points on the board, and we decided to stay where we're at. And man, it was a it was a tough weekend. Steve Kastner and Mike Coughlin had a chance to pass us, and uh, luckily they didn't, but. They took it right down the wire. Castor went to the semis. He had the, both had to win to pass us. But, uh, no, we uh, we stayed here. But, yes, to answer the other part of your question, um, we leave uh, – my wife and I leave Wednesday and the rest of the crew come out um, Friday and so on to go to the banquet, which is Monday, um, in Hollywood. So we are definitely going out there and going to enjoy it, and uh, it's really exciting right now. Very cool. Now – you said, you know, you were kind of biting your nails all weekend. What did you do to get your mind off of it? Went to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, literally, man. literally, um, now we, we've got a, um, some great friends here, and they came over Saturday and, I mean, I'm sorry, Sunday, and uh, they, and Kastner won at eight, and Thomas Bear had him on the tree, and I just didn't make a good run, which is easy to do in top dragster. I get to do it all the time. Anyway, um, they're wanting to play cards. I'm like, guys, 
I can't stay here. We got to, we got to go somewhere. I want to hear other people talking as other than all the things going on in my head right now. We got to go somewhere. So anyway, we took we all loaded up and went to a, like Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever, and and uh, sit down and put it on the on the uh, iPad and uh, watched it and watched some football and drank a couple of beers and hung out and uh, the uh, whenever. Uh, Whenever Castner went out, the uh, whole crowd thought somebody had a heart attack in our table whenever we all started cheering and yelling and uh, crying oh and everything God. else. So really, really cool. So Very cool. That, that's awesome. So it never phased you to maybe go out there and, like, play blocker? You just figured, I'm just going to let the chips fall? You know what? Um, it's not like we can chase anybody to the lanes. Uh, we're on a ladder. We're that's qualified. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. so there was really nothing I could do. It costs so much money for us. I mean, it's a day and a half drive or something like that from where I live out there. And, wow. um, and, and to take the time off work and everything else. And not that I work a lot, but, um, <laughs> but, but anyway, no, to do all that. And, and we just went, you know what, it, it, it's kind of how we did the whole season. We went up every round the whole season going, this is the run we're going to make. We're going to drive the car hard, and we're going to be – we're setting this on the tree, and we're going one under or dead on or whatever we are, and we're going to drive around. And if they beat us, they beat us. And literally, I was wanting to go out there, wanting to try to find a car or whatever and fly out. And my crew chief, Brian Horton, he goes, man, like I told somebody else, because they asked me if we're going out there, I said, this is how we've run the whole season. This is what we're going to do, and if they beat us, they beat us, and if they did, and most people, we don't think we, – we think this is the game plan to win the race, and we put enough points on the board, and we we put as much pressure on them as we could um, without closing the deal out. They both had to win the race. Runner-up wouldn't have got it. So so wow. we just decided to do that, and uh, I, uh, I haven't been able to eat or drink or do anything else for the past three weeks, but we're feeling better now. So. Yeah. So you've actually wrapped up your season. You've almost been home for a month. Yes, yes. Um, we've been home. Uh, we we Dallas was our last points claiming race, and that was second week of October. So mm-hmm. yeah, we've we went we've been in the clubhouse for a while now. So. <laughs> wow. So um, I have to say we do have something in common. You have a father daughter team. I have a father daughter mm-hmm. team. I race with my dad. So. Right. Um, it's kind of funny. My best friend races with her dad, Amanda Boychesko. So it's, uh, oh, it's kind yeah. of funny. It's, it seems like the father-daughter teams are really growing. Um, you know, I think I think Don Forrest and when Ashley came out, that was probably like the first like big popular one. And these days, right. it just seems like it's it's like it's as it's as common as a father-son team. Uh, it really is, and I have two daughters. I don't I don't have any sons, and I'm sure there's a reason that I don't because he'd be no good, whatever. But anyway, um, I I raised both of my girls to uh, uh, to, uh, react with my wife this way. I think a woman can do anything a man can do, and uh, uh, I believe in them. And my daughter's Madison is, is great, and I make her drive the motor home. I make her change transmissions. I make her change it. it if it can be done, you have to do it because if not, you're just doing it because of me. And uh, and she really works hard, and 
and I know you do too, and I know Amanda real well, and, and Iggy, and what mm-hmm. a great special family those guys are. And and the girls can do it, I mean, and uh, and are excellent drag racers. I mean, Madison finished ninth in the division this year in top dragster. Yes, second, she did. Uh, only the second uh, year in top dragster. Literally got in a super comp car at Bowling Green. Next, she she went to three points races, and if she would just entered two more, I think she could have been in top ten in super comp. I mean, really did a went to the finals of the first race. I mean, really did a phenomenal job, and she's growing. I mean, her problem is probably like yours, and and uh, Amanda uh, has this problem. Every young driver, you want it too much. I know that sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but all of a sudden you want you want it you want it too much you want to prove it so hard, and you know, just it's hard to to get in your mind that you just got to let it go and go have fun and and uh, the winds will come and you're going to get beat no matter what. So yeah, I think that no, if, I, if I, that's yeah. uh, if I have any advice to young drivers, I guess that's it. You're going to get beat if you don't like getting beat. Get out of drag racing right now because you're going to lose. This is that simple. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. All you can do is you hope that it's a good run, that you gave it a good run. Like, when, like I know she, Amanda had a run. We usually park pretty close to each other. It just ends up that way. But, like, right. she'll, you know, she'll come over and she'll just be like, she'll actually say it. She'll be like, I didn't deserve to win that. Or, or like, and whether or not she won it or not. Like, there's been races that she's won and she's like, I didn't deserve to win that race. But I'm like, right. you know what, though? You don't always win the races that you should have won. There's those times right. you're 005, the guy's 003, and he's dead on one, you're dead on four. It's like, it, it's those races, and those are tough. So, the, and we, right. we the, try to have as much fun as possible. Right. The, um, the last, I was just looking back at our season, I made six mistakes out of all the elimination runs I made. And what I call wow. a mistake is, is going red, um, or being late, and by late, I think I think above twenty five is late. I'm, my windows, and I'm mm-hmm. not Luke, or I'm not Peter. I mean, so yeah. if you know, I'm I'm not I'm not you know whatever. But but uh, but if if I'm twenty five or better, and my car goes within five thousand, what I think it's going to go, I consider that a good run. If I get beat, I get beat. If not, I consider that a mistake on our part. Either my, either we didn't dial it correctly, or I didn't do a good job on the tree. And out of all the mm-hmm. runs I made this year, I made six mistakes. Six, six. That's it. That's, and I only won yeah. two races. I mean, I'm wow. in the finals at Indy, and I'm 13, going one over against a six flat dragster, and he's 10 dead on. I can't yeah. beat that. That dude goes 240 miles an hour. I mean. Judge that, you know, it ain't hell. <laughs> I'm like, I, I did the best I could do. I didn't even see the dude. Yeah. I'm looking, looking, looking. I'm like, he ain't here. All I saw was he shooting uh, my face. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, no it's, it, it's, crazy. it's okay. It, it's okay to be. And and like I say, that's yeah. I, I I've made the run. We made the run we set up for, and uh, mm-hmm. and that's kind of goes back to what we were talking about with the the points thing. We put as many points on the board as we, as we could, and mm-hmm. there's no and say beat us, say beat us, and shake their hand. But luckily, we uh, we we didn't get passed, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. No, and I mean we were talking earlier about top sportsmen in Division Two. I don't know if you saw. I mean, 
between Jeffrey Barker and Sandy Wilkins. Now, one won the world, one won the division, but it's just, like, it's out of control. I mean, I think Sandy won, like, five diff- five races, and that wasn't good enough for the world. It's just that time, it's the time and year and how many points you put up, and you just hope that the other person, so nobody else puts a bit more points up. And in his case, right. somebody did. And absolutely, and I know both of those guys, and phenomenal racers and are is not a correct term. They're really, really good. Um, but yeah, they uh, they they are in the right place with really good equipment, and um, you know it, they and they turn on wind lights and and to have them battle like that. I mean, honestly, back in August, nobody. I mean, we all were talking. Maybe in early or late July, early August, and we're like, there's nobody you touched. Jeffrey, and then all of a sudden you start doing it, and Sandy's creeping up. You're like, holy, wow, Jeffrey's got to yeah. work a little. Who, who would have thought it? So, yeah. no, those guys had incredible seasons. Mm-hmm. Superstock was about the same way. I mean, mm-hmm. Kevin Helms wins basically any other year but this year in, in stock and superstock, and uh, Justin Lamb beat him on both of them. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, great, great, now it's, great it's race this year. Yeah, it it, re- no, it really mm-hmm. is, and um, mm-hmm. you know, one of our problems is is where we're located is Division Three. I mean, our fields are getting so brutal. Um, I think the last three races around here, other than St. Louis, which was a weird race, didn't have at the end of the season, but other than that, we were like six forty bumps. So if you're not going, yeah. we went to one six thirty eight bump. I mean, our our fields are getting so crazy fast, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you've got fifteen six zero cars that and they're good. It's not. I mean, three years ago you ran a six zero cars and you're like perfect. Let let me have them, and now you don't want a six zero car. So yeah, no. Uh, Mike Coughlin came over to English Town when we were all there, and people were just like, you know, and I, I guess a six zero car for you guys is just kind of standard. We're all like. Oh my God! Did you see that car? Oh my God! And it, it was going round and everything. It's it's right. the most unassuming motor. It's the tiniest little thing, like right. height wise. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just it like, is. wow. Right, and they make killer good runs, and they're just a great team. And but yeah. I mean, we have so many cars like that. You can go down the the. There's probably ten six zero cars in division three that are legitimate runners like Mike Coughlin, Marty Cheeseman, Shauna Snyder, um, Brian Keller, Alan O'Brien. I mean, the list just goes on and on of really, really quality people that can hit the tree and they're going to go whatever their dial board says. Yeah. And it's And it says six Oh something. I mean, at one time, um, Troy Stone and Shauna Snyder, went and bought stickers and put 6.00 on their car. They did permanent. <laughs> it, it was, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't shoe polish. So, I mean, oh, was, my God. I mean, this, that's how insane it is over here. And yeah. you, don't really want, you don't really want to run Shauna. She's that good. She can do it. So, anyway, but mm-hmm. that's just kind of the fun part about it over here. And I don't know what we need to do, whether we need to go to Pro Chargers or – Nitrous. I'm the first nitrous guy that's ever won the world championship. It's always been pro charger. So oh, wow. I, I'm just, uh, 
just don't don't really know what to do on that. But we've got to pick up. I mean, Madison was 29th at St. Louis National and went 633 and qualified 29th. That's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. No, it's and that sort of it leads me into another question about you know next year. I mean, I talked to a guy over last year. We were at like a motorsports trade show, and he ran top striker, and I'm like, you know. We do, and he's like telling me about his big new motor and everything. And I'm just like, oh, I didn't think you really need. He goes, when you hear through the grapevine that the people behind you are upgrading, now you're in like you're 33. I, I don't know anybody that runs top dragster that's slowing down. Nobody's going. You know what? This yeah. Cool. I'm slowing down. I mean, everybody's. Yeah. You're either. You, there's two things you're doing: either getting out of top dragster, which that's fine. I have no. I mean, I, and. And that's fine, or you're speeding up. Period. There's mm-hmm. no in but there's, there's nobody going. You know what? I'm just going to let it ride. So yeah. Um, and, and I've always said that's all. I love it. And a lot of people say it's going to kill the class. It's not. It's going to make the class class great. I may yeah. not be able to afford it one day, so <laughs> I may have to get I, I may have to get out. But that doesn't mean that the guys that can't afford it shouldn't be able to do what they need to. The, the class is the class. You can't keep up. You can't keep up. I say. I mean, it, yeah. This is yeah. drag racing. There's no participation trophies. <laughs> you yeah. gotta earn it. So. No, I I agree. And I mean, and I don't know if it would. I mean, unless you're one of those people that's like, I'm only gonna run top, and that's all I would run, and I would never run a dot ninety class. And then, but it's like I feel well, like if you want to race, you'll find a class to fit in. If you can't. Make it in top dragster if you don't have the funds. The, hey, right. they're super comp. They're super pro. Right. You don't even have to run right. to us. You can just right. I, I I really. I mean, my, I'm a, I'm a. I love racing. I've I've uh, I've won in three different classes in nationals, and I've won in five different classes at divisionally. I mean, wow. I love super super stocks like my. Second favorite, I love top dragster because it's almost like I'm running a pro stock car and I get the bracket racing because you got to work on it so much and you got to get the car down the track. And then then I get to bracket race. So it's like somebody said, if you were a millionaire or won the lottery or whatever, what would you race? I'm like, the only thing is I wouldn't have to come home and go to work. I'd run the same exact <laughs> cars. I love them. I mean, it's only different. But um, But no, I wouldn't. I mean, I would like. I love Pro Mod. I'd probably buy a Pro Mod, but I won't drive it. I'll make Madison drive it. I wouldn't drive that oh. stupid thing. <laughs> but, I gotta uh, meet this girl. She'll run Pro Mod. I'm just like, we'll just go watch. <laughs> oh, she will. She's, Come on, Amanda. She we're gonna go watch. To. She's trying. She's really trying. Wow. She's good enough to. I mean, that's so. cool. Well, I'll tell you a great story. This is how I knew she was a badass. The first race, she didn't want to be on a junior when she was eight. And back then, you had to be eight to run a junior. Well, yeah. like when she's 10, or 10 years old, she goes, Dad, I want a junior. Perfect. So I go buy her this junior, and I try to – I don't know anything about juniors. And I hate juniors. I hate everything from their little bitty tiny front wheels to the little bitty <laughs> tiny back wheels and everything in between. But we had a lot of fun, and she was really good. But anyway, we got this junior, and the guy's like, got this big weight bar in the back. I'm like, how fast does it go, dude? He goes, it goes 790. I'm like, we ain't supposed to go that fast. He goes, no. He goes, like, how do we slow it down? He says, I just, like, not open the throttle that much. I'm like, okay, so we take it and don't open the throttle, and we get her out there, and she makes her first pass. And we're beach men, and the track's always junk on test anyway, beach men. She hits it. The thing smokes the back tires. She pedals it, 
<gasps> goes like 8.30 at <gasps> 75 miles an hour. Looked oh like Tony Schumacher driving a top fueler. She did it awesome. And about that time is when I felt the back of my head stinging where her mother was hitting me on the back of the head because she wasn't supposed to let her go that fast. But oh that's uh, that's the first pass she made. She looked like Tony Schumacher pedaling a top fielder in her little junior. It blew the tires off and she pedaled it and went really fast. So, anyway, oh she's done a great so- job since then. That sounds like when my mom found out how fast my Super Street car was. My dad's like, oh, I'm just going to build her a mild car. You know, it's barely go 1090. He went out there, went like 940 or 950 in it, and she started screaming at him. Like, what did you build our daughter? Right, right. I'm like, yeah. now it's like, whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're still not, uh, we've been talking about doing the pro, pro Charger deal and going six O's and Mm-hmm. Shannon, my wife, still not uh, warmed up yet to it, and uh, yeah. so, but I mean, she's going six twenties already. What's what's another two tenths and ten miles an hour at this yeah. point? Yeah, no, so. at that point, definitely. <laughs> right. Oh man. Well, it was really awesome to talk to you. Um, congratulations again, and best of luck this uh, upcoming year. I'm sure we'll be seeing you at the top of the qualifying chart both you and your daughter well i really appreciate it and you guys have a great a great podcast and we really love and we really enjoy listening to it and uh just want to thank everybody out there and uh, we do it as a family we and it's mm-hmm. me and my wife and, Sh- and madison and then our crew chief brian horton i just want to say how wonderful he's been and uh without him we couldn't do it and just had a great year and i can't believe it so can't wait to get to Very Kelly. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Have a, have an awesome trip out there. Have a safe trip. All you, you're and your crew and everybody and enjoy California. All right. Thank you so much. It's great talking to you. Thank you. All right. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. Lynn Bye-bye. Ellison. All right. Your 2017 right, champion. Yeah. All right. So listen, what we're going to do is we're going to take another break. Let me pull okay. one up here. And I'm going to call our next guest. Okay. After we come back from break. Just okay. like drag racing, it's all about having the power you need when you need it. It's the same for your business. You need power to keep the lights on and business humming. That's where Power Technologies Electrical Contractors comes in. Your single source electrical contractor for all your industrial, commercial, retail, and fire alarm needs. Proudly serving New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Maine, PowerTech has the staff and the equipment to get your project done on time and on budget. It's all about the power at Power Technologies Electrical Contractors. Call them at 603-898-4223. That's 603-898-4223. Or check them out online at powertechnh.com. I know it's wonderful. 
Alrighty, Kel, why don't you go ahead and wrap up the champions, and I'm going to step away and call our next guest. Okay, so we were at Division 7, top sportsman, Brian War, sportsman motorcycle, Rick Newport, and let's go back to our East Regent, top alcohol driver, Josh Hart, who we had on right afterwards. Hello, Casey speaking. I think Chris is still learning how to use our computer. Anyway, um, Phil Burkhardt Jr. was your Division One or Eastern Region champion. And, yes, top alcohol dry store is Josh Hart. Um, moving on to the North Central Region. As I accidentally hit a wrong button, and now my, my poor thing probably has some kind of horrible fate. I, I think it's time that Don gets a new mouth because he's been sort of like, do I really need to get a mouth? I'm like, yes, you need to get a mouth. All right, North Central Division Regent, uh, Marty Thacker in Top Alcohol Dragster and in Top Alcohol Funny Car was Tony Bogolo. Um, moving on, we got two more regions left. Maybe this contest thing is affecting you too. No, Central Division. Megan Meyer is your top alcohol dragster division champion. And in Funny Car, John Lombardo Jr. And finally, the West Division Regent. Um, Sean Cowie is your top alcohol dragster champion. And Shane Westerfield is your Funny Car champion. Um, looking at national points, I do not see. Um, much of some um, crazy, I think Supergas looks like it's the only thing um, sportsman-wise that is still in contention. So, um, obviously, um, I believe there is no top at um, Vegas, but we do already know top sportsman and top dragster anyway. They're already, they've been clinched. So, um, yeah, that's basically all that. And, yeah, so I guess Supergas, we just have to, um, there is a possibility that um, John Lewis Jr., can be passed by, I believe it's Chris Cannon. Okay. All right. Now we have our next guest. He had a pretty decent weekend. It started on Thursday, ended yesterday. I guess he figured on Thursday, you know, runner-up wasn't good enough, so he just kept moving, and at the end of the weekend, he was holding up a wally. So everyone, welcome Casey Plazer to the show. Hi, Casey. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, um, yeah, so basically there was a, a rain out um, from Rocky Mountain Dragway, uh, I guess a couple months ago, um, and you were still in, and they had to finish some of the classes, so um, were you planning on coming to Vegas, or was it just sort of since you were still in, um, you decided to show up? So I'd, I'd always planned to uh, come to the Vegas National, but the divisional I was actually planning on skipping since I was claimed out of races. Actually, the Salt Lake race I was even claimed out on my point total. So the only reason I ended up staying was because we had to race on the Wednesday for Salt Lake, but uh it turns out uh, turns out to be a good decision that I stayed. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
on when you when you run it up, did you think, yeah, I gotta stay now because I gotta I gotta keep going. I gotta go on better next in a couple of days. Well, that's just it. The car was flawless. It was it was honestly making me look good, and uh, and I ended up winning the spring race in that car in Vegas. So so that the car tends to like it there. So I thought, you know what? If we put a win and a runner-up, let's see what we can do at the last race of the year there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the um, – on Drag Race Central, your numbers. You strapped a eight-thou package on a friend of mine, Jason Kenny, who comes out every year from Division One. And I just looked at that, and I just wanted to be like, poor Jason. <laughs> that, that was my one lucky – that was my lucky round. I needed that. And I, I knew I had to be there against him, but uh, – 007 is uncharacteristic for me. I usually like to stay in the 30s and 40s. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, and unfortunately, Division One, um, we, yeah, Division One, we're, we're, uh, you got to be double O up here, unfortunately, in Division One sometimes. <laughs> no, Even I, sometimes I, I'm I'd scared. Lo- I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I'd love to be double O every round. It's just usually, uh, Usually I can't let go quick enough, but that was, yeah. uh, I, I know, I know Jason's Jason was one of the tough ones and a fellow Canadian. So I had to, I had to beat up on him a little bit. Yeah. But you, but you didn't become an American citizen. So you're technically, you know, you're, you're legit. You, you should have. I'm still good. I'm still good. That's <laughs> yeah. why I had to do it. I had to, I had to beat up on him. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He lives about an hour from me now in Pennsylvania. So. His home track's Maple Grove now, so it doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, where did this all have you um, in points for Division Seven? Well, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, Division Six. I'm not. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know why I'm saying Division. I had Division Seven up as I'm looking at Division Six results. <laughs> so I, I was working backwards. <laughs> I, I was looking really good in Division Six points until uh, Chris Cannon decided to win four races up there, and that pretty yeah. much locked anybody else out from it. And then uh, when I lost to my good friend Michael on uh, on Wednesday, there he ended up passing me and someone else, so it pushed me down to fourth, which uh, yeah, fourth with 323 points. I mean it's with how well I did in division seven, it's looking like I should have claimed division seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it, it is. I'm looking at the points and it's funny. It's probably, it's like you do so well and like people keep passing you. And it's like, you know, we sort of just had that conversation earlier with Lynn Ellison and you know, you win so many times and stuff. And it's just like, and yeah, Chris Cannon, we just talked about him. He has a chance to win the world. He's right behind Laboose after everybody pretty much figured in June nobody was passing Laboose. It's it's been a crazy season. Well, that's I, I talked to Laboose this weekend and and no one really saw anyone getting close to <clears throat> to his total. And it's not that he put up a ton of points, but but no one seemed to be doing anything. And then out of nowhere, Cannon basically won four points races and runnered up at a national, and then. I think he has to win uh, win third round next weekend to to take over the lead. Mhm. Yeah. No, that's so it's, that's crazy. It, it's nice to see someone from D six uh, doing well, but it also would have been nice if I stayed a little higher in D six point standings. <laughs> so, 
from being from Canada, how does your, I mean, it, it, we talked about J- Jason and there was a reason why he moved into this area. It's just very heavily, you know, dense for drag racers and drag racing, you know, dry, you know, strips and everything. What is like your closest track to head to a divisional or a national? So my closest divisional would be a 14 hour drive. And that would be, that would be mission BC. I'm, I'm actually still driving home from Vegas. We we left at 8 p.m. last night, so we're oh around God. 22 hours right now, and we're we're almost back home. <laughs> it's uh, we we don't we don't live in Canada for the drag racing, that's for sure. No, no, no. I I feel like I would not be a, well. At least I wouldn't probably go for divisional stuff if I was that like that's that's out of control. That's I, I literally, I, I actually ran a guy from Canada in super street in a final at a divisional at Maple Grove a couple months, a couple years ago. And I saw him after the race and I, and I said to him, I looked at him and go, you know how I won though? And he goes, how? I go, I'll be home in 45 minutes. I said, he goes, yeah, yeah that's like a 14 hour drive. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> like, it. I may not have won, but I will be in here up my bed in a half an hour. <laughs> yep, that's that's uh, yeah. that's our life. It's either it's either three or four hour flights home, or uh, we we drove the pickup truck home this time. So the rig will basically stay in Vegas till after the spring races, which uh, that's a challenge in itself when we're trying to put motors in and freshen cars up to to start the year in Phoenix. Well, I never, you know what, I've heard of that before, people leaving them, and I guess you just have to have, like, a different kind of maintenance schedule where you're not, you know, it's, they're sitting, they're ready to go, and, you know, you don't have, like, the whole winter to really work on them. No, the, the shop stays empty in the winter, and then uh, it's kind of just a mad scramble the week before the first race of the year. Wow. That's incredible. So, what is your plan for next year? Same, pretty much same? Yeah, I think we're going to uh I'm actually a national short this year on my claim and I'm I've gone to too too many divisionals. So we have to it's kinda of interesting with how we race with my dad and sister. My dad'll be in Super Street next year and my sister runs top dragster. So it's just kinda of managing which races on the west coast have top dragster and super street while still giving me a, a full pull, uh, full points total for, for national standing. So I think we'll, we'll start in Phoenix, do the two in Phoenix, two in Vegas, go through all the D6 races, and then uh, kind of see, see how we're, we are in standings uh, to finish out the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's tough when you have two classes. You know, super gas is easy. You know, it's, it's everywhere. But – Super Street. I run Super Street. Luckily, my car can also run Super Gas. But you know, Super Street and Top Dragster, especially in Division One, the Nationals there they do not share. They share a National, I think, once every two years. But that's yeah. that's t- difficult. Yeah, it's it's a shame. It's a shame that they're not all, you know, at every race and at you know both winning national championships because, you know, I, I'm sure your dad will find out. It's it is not a beginner's class. It is not entry level. It is. It is legit cutthroat. It's as cutthroat as super gas. <laughs> we've been we've been bugging them, calling it Senior Street, but uh, <laughs> it is, it's it's definitely not an entry level class. We uh, we used to have a Super Street car back in the day, but uh, 
he uh, he luckily passed that super gas car down to me, and now it's time for him to get something different. That's cool. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, especially in Division One. Again, I don't know about out there. I mean, it, there's a lot of young guns in Super Street, so it's it's ridiculous. It's like there's there's some old there's some older fellows, but even those guys, they're some of the toughest guys that we have to deal with. Like, but you know, this year we have our division champions. You know, in his thirties, but. You know, there's all you know. There's 20, there's everybody from 18 year olds to you know 70 year olds, and none of them you can take lightly. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, definitely not. All the all the throttle stop classes have gotten well. All the classes in general have gotten tougher, but specifically the throttle stop classes because everyone's using everyone has access to the same stuff. So it's all good throttle stops. Everyone's on delay boxes. Everyone has good weather stations. It just it makes it so much uh, so much more competitive. Mhm. No, absolutely. Oh well, Chris, do you have any questions before we let Casey go? I'm taking a look at your car. You got some beautiful car. No, I'm not thinking. (laughs) I'm not thinking. You know, I don't think. I just react. No. No, I mean, congratulations, and, you know, have, obviously have a incredibly safe drive home, and I appreciate you taking, you know, a few minutes out of your evening on your on your ride to hang out with us. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, thanks for having me on the show. All right. Hopefully we'll get the chance to talk to you again uh, in 2018. That would be great. I look forward to it. All right, my friend. Have a great night, and stay safe. Thanks. You too. Take care. All right. Fourteen hour drive to the nearest to the closest event, huh? That's his closest event. That's out of control. Damn. Yeah, no. I'm I'm Uh, good. All right. So do 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 guess what time it is. Let's see. Hold on. I gotta get the. There we go. I got the hat in the right position. So the hat is on top of the head, blocking the light. So it looks like an Inspector Gadget hat. <laughs> and I am shaking the hat. I am sorting out the last three that are in here. As you can see, I cannot see the names. We have two bottles left. We're going to pick a winner. And the third winner is New England Dragway's own Jay Masoda, the brother-in-law of Angela Kinson, uh, wins a bottle of the GetX Island marker in the color white. And I think we will give him the kind of, actually, it's mint sticker mint? to go along oh, with mint. it. Mint. Huh. It's mint. Not like breath mint, but just mint, 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 mint. So, Jay Mazzotta, winner number three, you have to take the hashtag Damn It Petro sticker, put it on that. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, that's going to come pretty close to matching the color of his Nova. So, you got to put that on your car through the 2018 season. Take a picture of it, or if I see you, I'll take a picture of it. So, you win. A bottle of Get X Island Marker. There's a winner number three. Put that right down here. So, pretty cool. Good interviews. Excellent job as always. 
let's see. Let's see. My boy Larry Dixon is like never going to drag race again. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I got a I got a text from a, a friend of ours that wants me to call him after the show. Um, might have some information about that. But for those of you that aren't sure what in the hell we're talking about. Kelly, would you kindly give us the Reader's Digest version? Actually, every press release is basically a Reader's Digest version Reader's when it Digest. comes to this. It's the sanctioning body's way of doing it. You make us mad. Well, you suffer. It's, I mean, here, I'm going to read it word for word. It's not going to take long. And you guys can basically, you know, and, and that's the thing. There's not much info, so... You can't tell who's in the wrong, what actually happened, what's his say, whatever. So um, let me just say it real quick. The NHRA imposed an indefinite suspension of competition privileges against Larry Dixon for violating NHRA rules, particularly Section 1.3.1, participant conduct, and 1.6.3, chassis inspection of the 2017 NHRA rulebook. NHRA Tech Department discovered the use of a NHRA chassis tag on an unauthorized and unapproved two-seat dragster. Any further incident could result in further action. Larry can appeal the decision per the 2017 NHRA rulebook. Dixon, who has won NHRA Top Field World Championships 2002, 2003, 2010, a winner of 62 national events in Top Field, most recently claimed a national event victory in the Top Alcohol Funny Card class. Dixon driving Tony Bartone's, uh, yeah, Bartone's top alcohol funny car won the Cavalcade of Stars race in Division Three May thirty May twenty first at Summit Motorsports Park in Norwalk, Ohio. Dixon is the owner of his own top fuel team with him driving. The team made its debut at the Gator Nationals in March at Gainesville, Florida. Now, this is the man that got in trouble because he posted he had a big sticker on the side of his car that said World Series of Drag Racing or or whatever that was, that was in, what was in, no, it wasn't in Bowling Green. But basically, it was at an IHRA track. So NHRA didn't take that lightly. So they said, you know, take the sticker off. They already have a bad taste in their mouth about Larry Dixon. So that's not good. Um, you know, the chassis tag on an unauthorized and unapproved two-seater dragster, obviously two-seater dragsters exist. <coughs> Excuse me. They exist. You see them um, in the pure, anybody that has gone to a pure speed experience um, that Doug Foley puts on, anybody who goes to a national event early, they're there for media day. So you've seen these cars. I don't know if there is something in the rule book for those kind of cars that are just little small block nine second dragsters. I'm not sure. Maybe that because this was a funny or a top fuel dragster side by side car. Maybe that's where it got kind of screwed up. I don't think Larry Dixon would take a tag and just like plop it on something. I don't know if he got it started and then they welded on a cage. I'm not sure. And I'm sure in the next couple of days, hopefully by the time maybe that this show comes on on Wednesday or maybe, you know, next front Monday, we'll have a little bit more information. Or we will at least hear that he, Larry has um, has uh, repealed, appealed, yeah, not repealed, appealed. So, I mean, <clears throat> with IHRA gone, I don't know how much, you know, if 
You don't want to run top. If you can't run top fuel in any trade, I mean, I guess you go to Australia. Yeah, right or wrong. Yeah, right, whether you want to do it is a whole other thing. You know, I know he has kids and a family and everything, so I'm not sure if that, you know, is even a plausible thing, you know. But, you know, he's been running top alcohol funny car. You know, he's been doing well for Tony Bartone, so I'm sure he'd like to continue to do that. So I'm not it, – it'll be very interesting, at least at the end of the year. So hopefully this all gets worked out by then, you know. I'm sure if he has some kind of, you know, lawyer or anything, you know, maybe they can, you know, settle or figure something out. But, I mean, it's kind of interesting. There's not much information, and that usually makes me curious when there's not much information posted. It's like, all right, what made you come to this conclusion? Right. Um, hang on a second. I'm going to send you something. It was kind of funny that you mentioned um, Australia. But, of course, see, the thing with Australia, too, is that their season is opposite of us. So Yeah, he can go down now. Yeah, go down now and go to, go freaking have at it. Yeah, enjoy. But, I mean, the, the vast right-wing conspiracy is already coming out. You know, uh, they're just mad because he had that sticker on. Oh, this, mm-hmm. all of that, you know. Oh, maybe they do have a hair across their backside, but. Stickers can annoy a lot of people. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I already knew. Well, I already you know, knew what you just sent me. <laughs> oh, okay. Just want to make sure. I'm friends with her. Well, not friends uh, with her on Instagram. I follow her on Instagram. And, yes, yeah, she she was running down. Ashley Sanford was running down in um, in Sydney this past weekend for the uh, race. I guess that's – I don't know if it's their Winter Nationals or if they've already had their Winter Nationals, but I think they've already had their Winter Nationals. I think this is just a race. I don't I don't think that's in, the, like, the middle of the year. Yeah, so I, I, like I said, I mean, the vet, people are like, oh, well, they're mad at him because of this. They're mad at him because of that. Yeah. The, the well, only thing that people. I question, mm-hmm. the only thing that I question is the fact that Traxxas has their name on that car. Why would Traxxas, again, I could be, I'm not saying they're right, I'm not saying they're wrong, but why would Traxxas sign on to something that wasn't lock, stock, and barrel secure. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and and that's not like Joe's garage down the street. It's not like Joe's garage down the street. You know, Traxxas. Yeah. You know, already has no, a huge I, presence. I didn't even think of that, and that is completely true. It is sponsored by Traxxas, so yeah, you got to be careful what you're. You know, you, you, I'm sure a company like Traxxas is going to make sure. I mean, but – and then there there you go. Company as big as Traxxas, will there be litigation against Larry Dixon for them? You put our names on a car that was deemed unsafe or, you know, illegal, blah, blah, blah. So there's your other thing. And that's sort of probably when you're going to be able to really pick apart this thing and say, okay, who's pissed at who? I mean, that's really right. what it's going to come down to. 
And, I mean, that wasn't SEMA. I mean, I don't think SEMA would have any repercussions because it's SEMA. It's whatever. Half of those cars are on street legal anyway, so I, I don't think that's, like, going to be something like, you you know, you displayed a car that's illegal. I don't think that's the thing. Well, somebody was saying it's already taken a couple of test hits. Which I imagine you got to stretch that thing's legs out to see what what it would do, how it would react. That's my guess, anyway. Yeah. No, Before I mean, you go, hi, Kelly, would you like to take a ride in my two-seat top fuel dragster? Okay, I need $10,000 or, you know, whatever the price may be. That's, see, that's tough because I just thought of that. It's like that put the whole other thing into it. Depending on how illegal this thing was, you know, was the sticker, like what – should he have been driving that thing? I mean, if I didn't have my chassis cert, no, even if I'm going 1090, I'm going faster than 135 or I'm going 990 or whatever I'm doing, and my chassis cert is is expired or if I don't have one on there, you get thrown out. It, it, easy as that. It's like, all right, you're out. It's just like when you go to like a test in two nights, they always ask you. And if you go faster – you go 1140 with a car with no roll bar. You go 999 on something without a roll cage or whatever, you know, or chassis cert or whatever. You're done. You're done. Goodbye. So what gives a top fuel car the ability to not have the same thing? And, again, that's the thing. Was the sticker illegal? Was it just, you know, that that's, these are those things that are obviously not. And may, it's either – it's either shady as anything or they don't want to go into it. Or both. Right. But I, I it's Maybe somebody I mean, got I caught with their with, pants down. Yeah, and I, I wanna side with Larry so Dixon speak. because A he's never been like it's never he's never seen hell. The guy survived cancer. You would hope that he would be smart enough to make sure that whatever he's driving is safe because wouldn't that be pretty damn ironic? So not to get really, like, dark, but that's, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, or was he, is he the scapegoat in all this? You know, I mean, he owns the car, so, I mean, it shouldn't matter. But, you know, does it go to the owner? Does it go to the driver? That's the thing. I think he, I'm pretty sure he owns it, too. So he's kind of both, though. So I think he does, yeah. Way. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see in the next, in the upcoming week, you know, what you hear, what we hear. Right. So my next question for you is, did you get the opportunity to listen to that interview that I sent you? Unfortunately, I have not yet. Um, I got the information about the time, about the money, about apparently pro stock has been cut short a half a million dollars. When me and my dad yep. did the math today, and I think there's about 1.2 to be had all year, depending. Now, we did really quick, ugly math. So you're cutting it practically in half. Right. So, so uh, originally we heard the other day that the price, the, excuse me, the uh, the prize money was being hacked by a million dollars. Listen to that today, this afternoon, when I got home, 
and out of her mouth came half a million dollars. So my mm-hmm. question is, would the are they taking that half a million dollars and saying, all right, to make this viable, we need another half a million dollars, and that's what they're chasing after, and that's where some people got the million-dollar number from. Did I, did, did I lose um, you yeah. on that one? No, you're, I'm here. Hello? Okay. Yeah. yeah so, no, I'm here. No. Just, you know, I, got, I think I got into a little crisp speak there, so I wanted to make sure you still had your, your interpretation machine going. No, I I hear you. Um, yeah. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, and she said, first off, I like I was telling my dad today, and I I told Don, I think I pretty much told anybody that would listen. I love her and everything. I don't know if she should have talked. You know, I you know I don't I, or actually maybe this maybe I'm surprised NHRA didn't say it. Don't talk. Like here, we'll we'll give you what you want. Please don't say anything. Like, keep it, you know, keep it under your, you know. Like, it's sort of like we never heard whatever happened in that meeting until this. And I guess it was probably understood that you don't talk about it. So I'm not sure if maybe they can talk about it so they can find sponsor to maybe fill that hundred, you know, half a million dollars. Um, I mean, I don't think any of these teams – that are really highly competitive, and maybe they are. Maybe, well, can probably talk about a couple teams this way, but they're sort of they sort of run like sportsman guys. They don't do it for the money. You know, there's some money in there, but you're 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 spending a lot more than than what you're what you're getting, especially in pro stock. Pro stock is out of control, which is I mean, it's cool to watch, but it's not as cool as it used to be, but. You know, you have self-made millionaires in there. You know, none of them have – you've now killed anybody that needed a sponsor. They're all gone because nobody will sponsor ProStock anymore. So now you just have the self-made, you know, millionaires that pretty much, you know, run the series. And if they win, great. And if they don't, you know, they're still gazillionaires. Look at, you know, Johnny – you know, you got Johnny Gray, then Shane Gray, and now Tanner Gray, you know. That family's not going to run out of money, and if they're not, you know, they're not looking for round money to, you know, pay a bill next week. Right. You know, they just want to run pro stock. That's that's the thing. If you, you know, and that's the, it has now been weeded down to the people that can afford to run pro stock and the people that want to run pro stock, which end up being the same people. Right. Because it is not we're going to try to make money in this. You want to try to make money in drag racing? Well, well, first off, it's that whole joke of starting with a billion if you want to make a million. But, you know, you got your big money bracket races. You get your top fuel teams. Maybe I don't even know how that all money-wise works. Like, if you want to be self-funded and you don't have a sponsor, I'm pretty sure you're probably just going to have to, like, go run big money bracket races. Probably the only way you're going to make some money. Good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's funny because we were talking about Darlington before we came on the air, and there were a bunch of people yep. from up my area, you know, the New Hampshire, Massachusetts area, that made the trek, the trek down to um, Darlington. So we're trying to find the results. We failed, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Y'all, y'all don't want to share, yeah. so it's okay. There's a couple races this weekend I didn't see any results for, so whatever. Y'all want to be like that. 
I will say congratulations to Dana Lafredo, who won again, and I believe probably wrapped up her street car shootout championship in 10 L. So I think, um, I think she's at least up to two championships this year. And I think it's her last, I think she's done. So I'm not sure how many championships she ended up winning, but she did have an amazing season. I think it was nine wins. I think every time we have her on, she should ship each of us half a dozen cupcakes. Ooh, I'm down for that. Yep. I am definitely down for that. Kind of like I'm waiting for my my uh, my cookies for the holidays. You know what's funny? I started my list today on who I have to make cookies for. <laughs> so it's funny you mentioned that today. <laughs> like, yep. Can't forget Chris. Uh, Even though they showed up frozen. I'll wrap them in a blanket this year. Clean retardant <laughs> blanket. There you so go. they can be defalled. Oh, God. Uh, but uh, we're sitting here. Of course, I, st- I have the Facebook Live going because I'm doing the, the dial and marker giveaways. And we do have, pe- I have people commenting on it. And it's interesting that when I mentioned the. Um, Traxxas thing. One person, mm-hmm. you know, in particular, said Traxxas wouldn't do that without everything being, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but if they didn't know. Right, exactly. But like you say, you know, and again, this is another one of those things that we can sit here and will we ever get the full story, the full true story? Probably not without going right to the source, and I'm going to work on that because yeah. we do have contact with Larry Dixon and see what he has to say and if he'll say anything. It could already be in legal hands for all I know, but we can find out mm-hmm. because the only way that we'll know the truth is to go to the source because we're only going to get, you know, six sentence releases. You know, we're not going to get, you know, exactly what was found and who was who found it and how it was found and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you think, Kel? It's last week. You're going to be all right with uh, three months off? Uh, I think I will find some things to do. Uh, work, you know, I can I could work a couple more hours on a Monday. I could come home and <laughs> snuggle my kitty cat who's laying on the ground next to me right now. So I'm sure he's ready to go. go go watch some uh, TV in our Ugg bed, our brand-new Ugg bed. Ugg bed. <laughs> I live in a shoe now. <laughs> I live in a shoe. There was an Sean old Kelly who lived in a, a shoe. Sean's like, I'm really trying. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> Maybe try, but you're failing miserably, right? He's failing miserably and trying. He's try. He says he's trying, but I'm just like, I love it. It, it is. It's as warm as an as an inside of an Ugg. but it's not like terribly hot. It's it's actually very comfortable. I, I enjoy it in there. Right. Yeah. All right. So listen, this is what we're gonna do. We have one more bottle of the GetX Dial-In Marker in the lovely color of white to give away and we have a lime green hashtag damn it Petro sticker that must go along with the bottle 
So, there's a couple more names left in the official hat of Wheels Up Radio, presented to you by Lucas Oil Products. Yes, it's upside down because, well, the names will fall out. So, I take the hat. I put it in the way of the light on the ceiling fan. I shake the hat around. I take the other hand, and I toss the names that are left in there around. This time, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to look to the right. And I'm going to grab the last name right here in my left hand of the last winner of the GetX Dial and Marker that will go along with the hashtag Damn It Petro sign sticker that has to go on your car for the entire 2018 racing season. And you have to take your picture and send it to me. So, with all that BS being said, our last winner will be Stephanie Markow. And for those that aren't familiar with Stephanie, she is the amazing wife of chassis builder extraordinaire Mark Markow with one of the most badass super stock trucks in all the land. So, Stephanie, I will contact you. I'll add you to our winners list. The GetX dial and marker. The hashtag damn it Petro sticker are yours. I'll put them right down here. And if you want to know this, what is up with the hashtag damn it Petro stickers, we had the, a couple of competitors on a few months ago who from the Mount Washington Hill Climb at Mount Washington, New Hampshire, and one was, his name was Will Petro. He's from the state of New Jersey. He does rally. He does road racing. He does drifting. And he owns Broken Motorsports, and I talk to him frequently, and he sent me a bunch of Broken Motorsports stickers and a bunch of the hashtag Damn It Petro stickers. So we decided just to have a little fun because, well, you know, that's what we do on Monday nights. So that was kind of the deal. Very cool. Because, well, we're weird. What can we say? Yeah. So I do believe we have covered all the results from yes, this past we have. weekend's events. We have put ourselves out there a little bit more than we used, than we normally have. Brian and Vin Jack, what's going on? Heather, how you doing? Saying everybody hi to everybody on Facebook Live. Bob Bender, Gary Ewing. So again, I'm gonna try reaching out to uh, Larry Dixon. Hopefully, we can get something out of it. Um, Kelly was also kind enough to run down the uh, 2017 uh, Lucas Oil Drag Racing Series Divisional Champs that are locked in. And uh, next week, we will have all of the uh, champs from the national side of life. So with that being said, I found a cool new version of We Are the Champions that we will play.
probably get like drunken sound it's probably like people's like impersonation of me when I'm running around like a maniac. No, it's it's you know what Axel F is from uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Oh, you mean the song yeah, the song? I love that song. Yeah, it's the same it's the same person. They do this one too. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 